Missed your chance to bet on the Super Bowl? Regretting it? Well, fear not, listener. Blue Wire is excited to be partnering with Bet Online to help you win big no matter the time of year. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day right around the corner, Bet Online has you covered for all of your latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to retrieve your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bring your best bets home with BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Oh, here we are in a podcast. Inside of a podcast. The like a in, inside of a genie's lamp we can except we can never get out of it right will how how does that make sense well sometimes you just got to go with what i'm saying yes yes and yeah so for your three wishes today we will discuss football we will continue to, to discuss football and maybe even get a joke in there. Maybe. The first two, I guarantee, will happen. Perfect. Third one, if you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. Well, uh, there's actually kind of a lot going. It, this is like for NFL news right now for this podcast. There's a lot happening. A lot of it is conjecture. Uh, none of it's like solid news, but there are there are parts out there moving from Drew Brees returning because uh, that happened I think like right after we recorded our last podcast uh, the CBA the NFL is going to expand the season expand the playoffs basically just expand everything until it explodes yeah. Stefan Diggs uh, maybe he hates the Vikings maybe he gets traded maybe the Vikings have no intention of trading him <laughs> Browns tackle Greg Robinson was stopped with 157 pounds of marijuana. Greg Olson signed with the Seahawks. Everson Griffin will become a free agent. And Darius Slay, the two top teams who could land the Detroit corner are the Rams and the Broncos. So we'll try to talk about all of that. I do realize like every week I kind of say what we're going to talk about. And then there's at least like two things we just, we don't. That's how it works. We don't have time for all of that. We I give mean, you the we best could, rundown. We We're the best at not fulfilling promises. At least you know like the basics of, of what is happening. Even if we don't talk about it whatsoever, we'll just say the words. Right. And you're 50% more informed, but uh, with really no depth whatsoever. Yeah. So it's kind of like how you should think of this show. All, yeah. All you have to do is listen to the first two minutes and then you've got all of the pertinent information that you need. Yeah, I was thinking about like, what if we did one of those like NPR style podcasts where like we worked on it for months and it was so heavily edited and like everything was so concise and it just heavily researched and that would suck. That yeah. would really suck. I don't think people would like it anymore. Um, maybe, who knows? But uh, the fact that you can get the same amount of 
like views or listens or downloads doing those two separate styles of podcasts is hilarious to me. Yeah. It's, it's uh, really, really funny. I listen to a lot of podcasts too. And there's definitely like a format out there that I would like to try that I think works for us. And that is more evergreen where you can consume it whenever and it's still good. I just don't see us taking the time to do that right now. It's, of course uh, not. Uh, it's for but the yeah, video. I mean, that's a, I, between podcasting and YouTube, there's room for basically anything you want to do. Yeah, and some of it involves a lot of hard work. Yeah. And a lot of it, like you and I, it involves natural talent and exploiting that natural right, talent right, and right, right, right. capitalizing on that. Let's, I mean, I put a lot of fucking hard work into producing hundreds of YouTube videos every year. But if I, if I channeled that work into making just better quality and less videos, would I be more successful? I don't know. No, probably not. I doubt it. And like, what kind of work would we put into this podcast anyway? Well, uh, probably, you know, more. Facts. I don't know anything. We, I don't know anything we could do to make this podcast better. I, I think, think we've more I think facts. we maxed out. If more you're listening, expecting this to ever get better, uh, keep waiting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where our strength really lies though, is that we're never going to get better, but we're also yeah. never going to get worse. It's going to be the same. Ah, uh, I mean, we could, we could. Mm. But um, not actively. We won't try to. Welcome to the That's Good Sports podcast, where we just talk about what a podcast this <laughs> could be. The first entirely self-referential podcast. <laughs> it's the we worst just fucking talk thing. About, we just talk about the joys of having a podcast. Yeah. And having yeah. to tell people that you have a podcast, which is the worst part about having one. Yeah, everybody's got a podcast. The only reason I do this is so I can talk to you once a week. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we don't meet otherwise usually. Um, let's start here with Darius Slay and the Broncos news because we've been a little dry yeah. with the Broncos news. Yeah, We've got Broncos fans here uh, amongst others now, but uh, a lot of divided opinions on Darius Slay. Uh, he's Slay. got one year yeah. left on his contract. I don't know what Matt Patricia is really doing in Detroit because Darius Slay's been a pretty good cornerback until Matt Patricia got there. <laughs> then he's kind of pedestrian. Um, I looked up Quandre Diggs because the Viking or the uh, Lions traded Diggs last year midseason. So he played five games with the Seahawks and five with the Lions. With the Seahawks, he had three picks. He had zero with the Lions. And he went from allowing 20 yards per reception to 12 with the Seahawks. Uh, so, yeah, maybe the Seahawks have a better defense than the Lions. But I feel like a lot of issues with good players in Detroit not playing as well are kind of because maybe Matt Patricia doesn't know what he's doing. And I just wanted to preface, or, uh, preface, preface our opinions with maybe what's going on with Darius Slay and then – if you're the Broncos, do you, do you acquire Darius? My first impression of Darius Slay is getting absolutely owned in 2015 by Peyton, or by Peyton Manning 
and well, mostly Demarius Thomas and also a little bit of Emmanuel Sanders after dubbing himself big play slay. <laughs> he absolutely worked on Sunday night football. So I've always kind of, I've always kind of had that slant. Um, but I thought the last time I saw him play, because admittedly I don't watch a lot of Lions games really. Really? But he played well. <laughs> Surprising. He played well against the Broncos, I thought. And, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing with cornerbacks is, you know, they're, we like to think of them as kind of independent pieces, but they play so much better the better the secondary around them is. You know? <clears throat> it's not like wide receiver or tight end or well, – I mean, I, I guess – yeah, you could say that about everything. It's not like kicker, you know. <laughs> a kicker's right. a kicker. I mean, I guess you can have a bad holder, a bad snapper, a bad, you know, blocking. But at the end of the day, you're just you're you're kicking a ball by yourself. And I think wide receiver, though, yeah. wide receiver's kind of fair because obviously you need to have a good quarterback, right? But yeah, there are receivers who like. Julio Jones is going to be good no matter where he plays, right? DeAndre right. Hopkins is going to be good no matter where he plays. And corners can be like that. Um, but corners can also perform much better. If, if they're average, they can be good in a better fit, whether that's scheme, whether that's the coach, whether that's just being surrounded by uh, a team that has a pass rush, right? Like yeah. Corners, uh, yeah, I mean, success – Right. So success in the secondary can change drastically depending on how good a team's pass rush is. Uh, it's when just you like Byron Maxwell and uh, Brandon Browner. When you when you have Richard Sherman on the opposite side and then Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas, it's the right. easiest job in the world. Those are those are really good examples. Um, here's what's tricky if you're just like trying to evaluate Darius Slay is that was it 2017 or 16? He had like an eight pick season. Uh, which is really impressive. Uh, he was playing pretty damn Especially good football. Uh, but, like, he's 29. Chris Harris Jr.'s 30. Um, Chris Harris Jr. maybe had a little bit better of a season than Darius Slatis last year. But as Bronco fans, you know, Chris Harris started giving up big plays, like, once a week. Um, I don't know how much of all of that is his fault, but it's like, one year age difference. If you start to think that's 30 years old is kind of getting old for a corner, Darius Slay's almost there anyway. Yeah. Uh, why not try to pursue a, a younger corner? Are the Broncos trying to make, because it feels like they're looking at trade options so they don't have to fight in free agency for guys as well, because they've been inter interested in trading for Stefan Diggs, allegedly. Um, so, I mean, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if Darius Slay would be better with the Broncos. I like to believe that Vic Fangio – I think he would. I would get would. a lot out of him. And I feel like the Broncos got a lot out of their cornerbacks this last season, and they went through a fucking gamut of different guys. So, if they do trade for Darius Slay, I'll be comfortable with that. Yeah, I think I will too. I don't think he's going to fall off a cliff anytime soon. No. And yeah, uh, playing with Justin Simmons and then, you know, hopefully Bryce Callahan, either in the slot or on the other side, plus Kareem Jackson. Like, 
and a, and a good pass rush too. Yeah, that's the thing. The Lions have haven't had a good pass rush in a long time. Like Trey Flowers is a good piece, but they don't no, have. They weren't dominant. Bradley Chubb and Von Miller coming off the end. So yeah, yeah as soon as, I, I wouldn't be upset at all. Yeah, and as soon as like Matthew Stafford got hurt, they gave know, up. Really, they gave they, up. Yeah, and they're. You're not you're not getting anything from your offense. So even if the Detroit Lions defense was say above average, if they're getting nothing from their offense, it's going to make them look like a, a bad defense. Uh, yeah. You're getting no help. Um, let's okay. see here. Now Everson Griffin, he's going to be a free agent. He had a uh, an option in his contract, which it would void the contract if he got more than six sacks. He got eight. Um, that's a weird clause <laughs> yeah that's it really, really is weird. um but that's that's a big piece to add to free agency um yeah and he's 32 years old um he's older off eight sacks he really benefited you know of having daniel hunter on right. that defensive line as well um but Eric you know kendricks anthony barr uh but you know, I like those contracts too, where, you know, we think about free agency as a thing where you, you got to get a guy for like four years. And when you think about it, a lot of the smart teams do deals where it's like one or two years for mid-sized contracts. And if you think about like every year, you should just get a vet for like one year, $10 million. Yeah. I don't know if that's how much he's going to cost. He might cost more, but if you can get a guy like that for just, just one year, 10, yeah, 12, he's 15. A player like uh, Griffin, he's, he's like the perfect guy to add to a team that's close, right? Yeah. And you don't necessarily, like, have to be close to get, like – it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to – you know, this is how we win the Super Bowl this year. Like, your goal is to make the playoffs. Like, you should still try to make the playoffs and, and right. like, take chances like that. Um even if you have more modest goals, let's see. He made, he's been making. So he signed. Uh, oh, that's Daniel Hunter. Never mind. I got them mixed up. Uh, where is our boy? I always Everson? want to call Daniel Hunter Danielle. Danielle. Hunter. Well, uh, yeah, I mean that's how, that's how it's spelled exactly the same. I wouldn't call him Danielle to his face though. No, I wouldn't call. Out. I wouldn't say about. 90% of the shit I say to any player's face. <laughs> Kristen Michael. Would you call him Christine? I mean, Kristen's a girl's name too. I think I did call him Christine Michael in today's episode of XFL Power Ranking. There you go. But he's an XFL player. I ain't scared of yeah, him. Yeah, what do they care? So, Everson Griffin has been around since 2010. And last year he made – uh seven and a half million dollars so yeah, sign him to mil- like one year 10 mil if that yeah that's a good deal that's a good deal for a year it's like he's like a guy the texans should add you know what i mean yes <clears throat> it's like hey how can we get a little extra pass rush help to go I don't show what the Texans do until they fire Bill O'Brien, but <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I mean that would be good. It would be good for them. The Spe- Seahawks I mean, speaking of, right, could add yeah. him. If the they, Seahawks are in that game, like I said, 
They did it with Jadavian Clowney. I don't know if they'll re-sign him. But they just signed Greg Olson. Uh, out of the three teams Olson visited, he definitely picked the, the – well, I would have liked to see Greg Olson in Buffalo. Uh, but I think, like, with Russell Wilson, that's obviously, like, a, a much better fit for a tight end to have good productivity. Um, and the Seahawks are a better team than the Bills. But he visited with the Bills, the Washington Redskins, and the Seahawks. He picked Seattle. Smart, probably, move. Yeah, smart move. He's 34, too. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it's hard to separate him from the quarterback situation the last couple of years and the injuries, really. Yeah. That's what worries I, me. I thought he would retire just because he had those two bad – he broke his leg twice, right? Something like that. Broken leg. He's missed, okay, so he's played – Seven games in 2017, nine games in 2018, and then 14 games last year, which is – Yeah, last year he was pretty healthy. Um, He's probably in a situation where last year he started to feel pretty good, but then the Panthers kind of had their weird quarterback situation, and his body actually probably feels solid now (laughs) after, you know – uh, coming into year two, removed from back-to-back season-ending yeah. injuries. Uh, Although there's reason to believe that, like, it was just injuries because, all right, so 2017, he has 191 yards, one touchdown. 2018, he has about 300 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, and then last year, he made it back up to 600 yards in a 14-game yeah. season well, for him. 2017, he got hurt, like, week one or two. I think week one. Yeah. I still played seven games. Although twenty seventeen, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. I feel like he more than broke his leg early, and then he came back towards the end of the season. I think that's what's happened. But anyway, I like Greg Olson. I think he's a good fit in Seattle. Uh, although all of their tight ends get hurt, but say if yeah, he and, and if Will Disley can Will stay Disley healthy, they can yeah, it's pretty good. That's a, an intimidating Wilson, group of white tight ends between uh, Disley, Greg Olson, Luke Wilson, and uh, Jacob Hollister. Yeah, I think Hollister is going to be a free agent, but if they yeah. if they can keep that uh, – well, I mean, yeah, they all look like Hollister mo- models. Right. Um, is, if Russell Wilson can have tight ends to throw to – Watch would, out. That would be good for the Seattle – and running backs. I agree. Yeah, um, maybe an offensive line too. That, it's probably number one, but yeah, they've done a good job of not fixing that. Um, okay, <laughs> a great job. You want to talk about Greg Robinson? <laughs> uh, I, I guess. I mean, we can keep it kind of short, but he was stopped at the border. Um, I assume you know they didn't really specify what border, but I'm assuming it wasn't the Canadian border. I'd imagine it was uh, definitely Mexico. <laughs> he was stopped with 157 pounds. It's like a, a pretty it's more than I weigh. adult. Yeah. It's more than I weigh. <laughs> 157 pounds of marijuana near the border. It's a lot of – listen, you know, people get kind of screwed on the, the whole intent to distribute thing. I would imagine you're trying to distribute 160 pounds of marijuana. I don't think you're keeping that for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you got to smoke a lot of weed for that to be. I mean, maybe, maybe he got it from like the Mexican Costco or something, the Mexican equivalent of Costco. 
Um, uh, my thinking, just, like, I'll just get it now and never have to go back. My thinking is he was going to keep seven pounds for himself. And then 100. Yeah, that makes sense. Because 150, 157 pounds is a weird amount to purchase right well here's the thing is he's in mexico they use the metric system oh maybe that equals to a round number maybe possibly possibly uh but one thing that is consistent between the metric and standard system is 20 years which is what he's facing in prison right now uh up to 20 years i think we both agree that uh this is really, really stupid. Regardless of like intent to distribute, keeping it for himself, uh, yeah. you really shouldn't be facing any prison time for like that. It, if you want to be doing that, say you want to make extra money selling weed and you're an NFL player, I don't know why, but let's just say that's what you want to do. It's your hobby. It's what you're passionate about. You need the money. I, you just have to do it. You don't go to pick up the 157 pounds of weed. Right. From Mexico. And that's the thing is like, okay, you could tell me like this is a bad thing because uh, the drug trade in Mexico is obviously super violent. Uh, Bad news, bad hombres to take a colloquialism. Um, So I don't, you know, I don't, that part doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You don't, Um, you send somebody to do that shit. Right, right. I mean, the joke I'm working on for the episode is about like if Chris Carter could have been allowed to speak longer at the rookie symposium, maybe Greg Robinson would have had a fall guy. But then somebody on Twitter told me that he did. He tried to say it was the other guy's weed, and the other guy was like, no, it's it's his. Honestly, fall guy sounds like the worst job in the world. Yeah, so it's fall guy fucking – Said no, no, no! I ain't going to jail for twenty years. Also, that's such, I know, like that was super popular. It came out, but like the idea of having a fall guy. Like, how much of a dickhead would you have? Like, where would? How many years would Chris Carter be in prison for now if he had never had a fall guy? We'll never know. The several lifetimes. Yeah. How many? How many of Chris Carter's crimes have been blamed on uh, a random assortment of his friends? <laughs> Chris Carter spends an average of 20 hours a week visiting his fall guys in jail. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, And then he gets to to talk for a living on FS1 while his his friends from from Philly are doing nickels and dimes in the big house. Yeah. They call him, right? I mean, it's also ridiculous that – well, so – Weed is not le- fully legal in Ohio, you know, apparently, right? Um, yeah, I always forget that. We are to, from two weed. Uh, yeah, so that's why it's like even more ridiculous weed states. to us. It's like, although I don't think you can have that much weed. Um, yeah, it's a lot of weed. You could have that much alcohol. Oh, yeah, license. I could have you that have much alcohol. As much alcohol as you want. I mean, the XFL is the Bud Light Seltzer. It promotes the team's halftime celebrations. Have you tried that? No. The Bud Light Seltzer? No, but I probably will. Uh, I just drink whiskey right now. Smart. Uh, Yeah. Tell that to my liver and brain cells. (laughs) Uh, Okay. 
Stefan Diggs deleted all his Vikings Instagram stuff or something. I don't know if the Vikings are going to trade him, but let's say the Broncos trade rumors are true. Do you want Stefan Diggs on your team? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the off the field, I don't want to say off the field. No, stuff it just, it seems like he's got the, yeah, it's like an annoying thing to deal with, but it's, he's still productive. No, he's still really good. He's still really good. Um, to me, it's kind of like a, he seems like a little more high maintenance Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Right. Kind of a different type of receiver. Yeah. Uh, not like huge, like Cortland Sutton. Not like a above the rim wide receiver necessarily. Good route runner, consistent. But yeah, he just paired nicely with ball. Sutton. Paired nicely. I think so. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I mean the the whole idea the Broncos want to do though now is is get speed on the other side, and I'm still kind of into the idea of taking a wide receiver in the first round. But yeah, I don't know. Um, because you know it's a lot less expensive than Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I guess it's like, what would you have to give up to get a guy like Diggs? Exactly. The price is right, fine, but... I wouldn't give up a first rounder. Fuck no. Might not give up a second rounder. No, this wide receiver class is too deep. Yeah. I would, I would prefer Adam Thielen. Yeah. Probably. Thielen's... Uh, I know the Patriots would. But I think Stephon Diggs could could legitimately go to the Patriots. Yeah, that would suck. Feels like a uh, feels like a likely ending spot. Yeah, they always do for. And then they get Brady back. It's like you just assume every player that's good would want to play play there. Um, okay, Drew Brees returns to the is going to return to the Saints. Which means Teddy Bridgewater is probably leaving. Out. Uh, Taysom Hill, I think they're going to keep around um, based on what I've read on brief headlines scrolling through Twitter. Uh, but it makes sense for Drew Brees to return. I don't know why he would even Does contemplate it? retiring. Yeah. Why not? Because he's. He's playing better than Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady. And those yeah, guys are returning. So you you have to return uh, have to. to keep those your stats padded in ahead of Tom Brady. Because without those stats, you have nothing to lord over Tom Brady. So why would you retire? That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but at this point, like, it's nice to see guys go out while they're still good. Right. And, like, it's not like he's cutting his career short. He's been around since 2001, right? So he's had a longer career than, than most everybody. So at this point, like, you know, he's got a Super Bowl. It feels like – I can't say for sure, but it feels like their window was the last three years. And – Yeah, maybe. It kind of shut. Like, got close to shutting against the Vikings. The Vikings That's what it keep like, shutting least. it. That's all there is to it. I have no, like, real reason to think that they won't be good again this year. What if the Saints traded for Stephon Diggs? Ooh. 
Oh, then he'd be really pissed off because he's not getting any balls with Michael Thomas on the other side. Yeah, I mean, that's like if you're Drew Brees, you've got Michael Thomas. That's really nice reason to come back. Uh, I think not having James Mark Harden Ingram hurt them a little bit. Latavius Murray was pretty good, but I think we kind of saw like how good Mark Ingram really is this last season as he switched teams and still looked fucking like a- Yeah, and probably better. Um, where do you think Teddy Bridgewater is going to end up? Do you think he'll be a starter? Because that's yeah. not a given. I don't think that's a given necessarily. I think he should be a starter. Oh, there's a good chance. I think like all the teams we've mentioned who would be interested in like Philip Rivers should be interested in Teddy Bridgewater. So yeah. to me, the Colts uh, feel like a good spot. The Buccaneers feel like a good spot. Hell, even the Chicago Bears, that would be a good spot. Uh, the Chargers could use Teddy. <laughs> For the Colts, is it enough of an upgrade to go from Jacoby Brissett to Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what, because like a million a year? Jacoby Brissett's – he's not a bad quarterback. And I think both no. you and I really like Jacoby, but this last season – But you can do better. Yeah, it's – He's not a game changer. And I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is, but I feel like you're going to get more production out of right. Teddy for some reason. Um, but I, do too. I don't think he's going to hit like major lows because like Brissett near the end of the season, like, like he kind of bottomed out a little bit. Uh, he was also hurt and they lost a lot of games when he wasn't there. But yeah, they, feel- you know, if you have a chance to get better at quarterback, you should get better at quarterback. Yeah. Even if it's like a, a moderate, or, like, yeah, any upgrades and upgrade at QB. It, and the like, Colts have a lot of cap space. Yeah, they can do whatever the hell they want if they ever decide to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, which last year they're just like, no, I, I just like the money. I just yeah. like to have the money here. Thank you. They, they also could use Stephon Diggs. Um, I think everyone could. Yeah. All right, the big thing that I really wanted to talk about today is yep. the CBA stuff. So – I think it's like – How about our dumb listeners who don't know what words mean? Uh, what does CBA stand for? Collective Bargaining Agreement. And the current right. one with the NFL is going to That's expire right. in 2021. So they're getting the deal done early because the NFL has to renew most of their TV contracts in 2021, and they want to make sure – they can go to all the big networks and charge billions of dollars for the TV rights. So they're trying to lock this shit down now. And they're working on it this week. The players still have to agree to these things, but it's being reported like most of this shit will pass. Um, so the first yeah. one is Shefty the... reported it. Yeah. When Shefty says it, it's a thing. Might as well be... Uh etched in stone once shefty says it very short stone yes then rapaport also on a short stone can confirm it what are your what are your tiers for nfl insiders do you put rapaport or Schefter first Schefter. yeah all right Schefter, rapaport who's below who's below that oh shit they're the two big dogs well you got chris warrenson too but he's like who Chris Mortensen. Oh Morton. yeah, Mortensen. He's kind of he's kind of Shefty adjacent. Yeah, it feels like Shefty just throws him the bones that he doesn't need to 
chew on. Who's the bottom? Who's the bottom tier? Where, where's Where's your friend Ben Albright? Where's he? Uh, well, Albright's actually he's pretty good with pretty good with being correct about news. He'll He'll let you know about it too. Yeah, <laughs> he'll let you know for sure. He's not really like just like an insider though. No, he's in not a clearly. He's in a weird spot because he's local Broncos, and he's also tapped into the national scene somehow. Uh, let's see here. I would say the lowest is pro football talk. It's Florio. But, Florio. like, they make their shit easy to see, and they get their info out quickly. Uh, I don't know how many sources he actually has. I feel like they just report what Rappaport or Schefter does. And, but that's they what I do, too. They speculate all right? the time. And yeah, a lot they of speculate. Will speculate, and then people take it as like a it's headline, like, or right. like a yeah, an actual sourced piece of news. Which you know you got to be careful about that. Yeah, you really do. We could say anything. We could say anything on this show, and people could run with it. People could yeah. say that um, you know. People are correcting me on the. DC Defenders double forward pass saying it's not a double forward pass. Yeah, well, these so, XFL rule snobs. You know, it's a little pitch forward, which we've learned counts as a pass. Very effective. It's forward and it technically is a pass, and then it's a, a lateral back. What if it's left-handed, though? Do and you get three passes? Yeah. yeah. It's more you should get three if it's left-handed. Um, yeah, left-handed quarterbacks will be all the rage. Um, okay, <laughs> but playoffs, playoffs, expanding the playoffs. So they're going to add uh, another team to each conference. So there will only be one bye week for the first place team, and then the other, the second place team will have to play wild card weekend against the extra team. So. This last year, the Chiefs would have had to play the Steelers wildcard round, and the Packers would have had to play the Rams wildcard round, which isn't that drastic of a change. Like, to me, I'm more okay with this than the 17-game season. I don't think they need to do either. Yeah, they're both wildly unnecessary. Uh, they're, yeah, that's I'm what thinking. it is. It's like they can make more money. That's why they're doing it. Um, the one okay the one net positive I think that will come of this I think uh, the games that involve the seven seed will probably be pretty bad I think they'll probably be pretty bad games yeah um, it's a seven versus two right so yeah. you're gonna get but, probably uh, more blowouts or well we're, of course we're gonna watch so it doesn't really matter to the NFL because we're gonna watch yeah and claws sunk deep within us but here's the thing. Here's the one kind of takeaway that I like is that the games at the end of the season, more games at the end of the season are going to yeah. matter. And I think you notice every, every, you know, week 16, week 17, when, when that time of year rolls around, there's a lot of games that just have no implications. And, you know, the more games you can, you can throw in there that mean something to at least one team, uh, I think is good for the league. 
Yeah, it's like every eight and seven and seven and eight team are going to have big games that final week. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I don't like the idea of watering down the playoffs. Like, no one thought the playoffs were broken. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, like, you, the one argument you could make is uh, the six seed versus the four seed where the, like, the second wild card team has a better record than the four seed and still has to go on the road. Right. But, Usually the like the retort for that is well you should have won your division which I think is fair and I kind of like that little monkey wrench in the whole thing yeah and I think like um, this was for this I saw this from Pro Football Talk was that in the last ten years that if this rule had been instated zero teams with a losing record would go into the playoffs and really. There's been two teams with losing records that went into the playoffs in that time, and they were division winners. Yeah. So, but then, like, they they made the point of they're like, and for all of you complaining, just realize we would have had a Rams, Packers, Chiefs, Steelers playoff game this last year. Think about that before complaining. I was like, neither one of those games sound good to me. That's like. I mean, Rams Packers has the, like the chance to be good, but it could have been. We decent. really want to see Devlin Hodges for another week. No, the Steelers sucked. For a tr- like, they were not a good football. They were impossible team. to watch at the end of the year. Yeah, it's it was terrible. bad. I did. I don't want. Like I, I didn't need to see the Chiefs like torch the the Steelers. You know what I no. mean? No. I mean, it would have been nice to. I don't know. If the Steelers beat. I mean, them. the Steelers would have gone up seventeen nothing, and the Chiefs would have won eighty-five to seventeen. Yeah, right. So, do I really need to see that? Although, it, the wild card round will turn into like a March Madness of sorts if you have three games on each day. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool. That's but all I thought I'm about was tired. this is more work for me. This is going to make shit so exhausting. January fucking miserable. I get so tired by the time that fourth wild card game rolls around on Sunday afternoon. Oh, fuck. It's like, you get so spiked, like, on Saturday at, like, whatever, 12, 1, whenever it starts, depending where you live. Like, you're just waiting all week. You finally get it. And then it's usually a bad game, but it's fun to watch because you're so excited. And, like, Saturday night game is pretty good. Sunday morning comes around. That's usually pretty good, too. And then, oh, you hit that wall. Yeah. There is a wall. There's – the NFL already had the perfect amount of football. So now they're really pushing that. So the 17-game the season wouldn't happen until 2021. Uh, and they would give – This could them- happen. Yeah, the playoffs will happen next season, 2020. Yeah, yeah. so this could happen next That's year. Coming. That's coming. And then they're going to get rid of one preseason game. I guess I don't know if they're going to just still start the NFL regular season at the same time and then just push everything back in the winter one week, or if they'll move up the start of the season. I don't know how they're going to do it. They might not Uh, even know yet. Or do you know? Which would you prefer? Uh, Probably just pushing it an extra week in the winter. Yeah, that's fair. So your Super Bowl is what, mid-February instead of the 1st of February? I don't think anyone would really complain about that. No, because if preseason started like a week later, 
It gives you just well. Don't you get don't you get two buys now in a seventeen game schedule? Is that what they were talking about? I don't think so. I think that was thrown out, which would make it an eighteen game schedule. 17 eighteen game. weeks, eighteen week schedule, seventeen game season, right? Or no, it would make it nineteen weeks if you had two game. buys. Yeah. Fuck. Plus, you get the buy for the Super Bowl, so that's an additional two weeks. So, oh. hypothetically, you could move it forward and push it back. God. Good God. Yeah, I didn't look at this. I haven't looked at the details of it yet. Yeah. I because don't... I don't look at that stuff before I podcast, you know? No, we've, we've, went over, we've gone over this. I'm it trying won't... to learn about the goddamn XFL right now, okay? I'm trying to remember which team Nelson Spruce plays for. Place for the Los Angeles, whatever. Place for are. the Wildcats. Yeah. Cats. Oh. XFL's being good to me right now, though. I'll tell you that. It's it's sending your kids to college, is what it is. Yes. Send them to college. Mm-hmm. That's a euphemism or something else. Uh, do we have any any thoughts on the XFL? I watched it on a TV while I was bowling last week. Um, I'm enjoying it enough. It's uh, I have to watch as much of it as I can. Um, yeah. Defenders are good. The defenders are good. To the watch. defenders are good. The Roughnecks have a good quarterback. Yeah, um, Philip Walker. Philip Walker and Cardale Jones seem like it's good to have like a like a sort of a hegemony in in your professional leagues. Like you want some disparity and like you want a superpower. Because yeah. it, it creates, like, a narrative. Because if everybody's, like, roughly the same, that's boring as hell. It feels, like, yeah. chaotic and, and you know. And I think – your hat on. And you want to, like, root against somebody or for somebody. Right. I haven't found – I'm starting to hate the Guardians. Um, Why is that? Because they're named know. after that shitty website? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Matt McGloin's kind of annoying. Not like annoying enough to actually hate, but I'm just like, eh. Uh, well, who's the quarterback at Penn State? Um, well, they had the like Sandusky thing, right? Uh, I guess. Um, so basically, his fault. Yeah. So he probably he probably taught Sandusky how to be a pedophile. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Does Jerry Sandusky ever remember the New Orleans Saints? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> is there a coach um, defense there? I think Jordan Tayamu is playing pretty good quarterback play too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the football has been decent. It's not NFL football, obviously. It's better than the AAF. It is better than the AAF in terms of the level of quality. The right now, right now, I don't understand how Mark Tressman got a coaching job. Uh, he seems very incompetent, and his players are starting to turn on him as well on Twitter. So Again. that's interesting. Um, Maybe they'll just fire him. Like the, this league has proven, like you know, Pepper Johnson got fired in LA as defensive coordinator after one week. So yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll just you know, maybe there'll be crazy turnover in this league. Yeah, he went in with the the brilliant idea of rotating quarterbacks throughout a game. Oh God! So he was what the he fuck has that ever worked? Never. The first half, he was rotating Taylor Cornelius and Quentin Flowers. 
And everybody thought Quentin Flowers was going to start, and he started Taylor Cornelius. I mean, I guess, I, I guess we did just talk about Drew Brees and Taysom Hill, but yeah, but like Taysom Hill comes in. Not a true rotation. Yeah. yeah, it's not like one series goes to Brees, one goes to Taysom, so neither guy can develop chemistry or. Some like, that's some week one college football ass bullshit. Yeah. So. Uh, Stop being a coward. Name a starter. The games look and sound bad. The only thing I don't like about it are the extra points. Like the teams. Yeah, I don't almost, think it makes it better, honestly. No, the teams almost never convert. Uh, there's, I don't know why teams keep going for one point. Yeah. Uh, because they're not converting those. So, like, instead of starting from the two, start from the five and give yourself mm-hmm. a little more room to pass or fucking just go for three every single time from the 10. Like, or wherever yeah, they spot you get it. Yeah. You'd have to do the math and see how it works out. But if you get, yeah. if you make like one out of every four three point attempts, it probably justifies going for it every time. Yeah. And I think it's less than that. <laughs> I think yeah. Probably, it's probably like one in like five or I don't know. I think you should have all of those options, but you should still be able to just kick an extra goddamn point. Like, yeah, seriously. You know why they, they made the rule that way? Because extra points it were supposed to be sense. easy. Yeah, yes. it's supposed to be a, a, a thing. And, um, like, I don't know, that shit's stressful at the end. Like, oh, it's like, oh, well, now it's going to throw in an extra wrinkle at the end of the game. It's like, were they, was there anything wrong with the end of football games? No. Like, no. were we upset that they were, like, tied? Nope. Or, nope. or that we could predict what scoring patterns would happen? Exactly, yeah. 7, 14, 21, 28. Like, is this bad for us? All these no. stupid even numbers, twenty-two to twelve. We want the math to math. Yeah, we want to know what the math is. Yeah, it makes a field goal. It makes a kicking game less important because, like, how often now are you going to be down by exactly three points? Yeah, never. No, it's it was, football used to be a nice little. Even piece of paper that folded up perfectly, right. and now it's just a crumpled up ball. I used to like it the way it, it was. And we're going to throw it in the trash pretty soon. We're going to burn that trash after we throw it in there, too. Yeah. We're going to burn it all. We're going to burn it, we're gonna set it aflame, and we're going to burn down the great institution that is the National Football League. Yep. So it can become baseball. Which is not experiencing any controversy no or, or overhaul or rule changes right god now. you got man being a commissioner is such an easy job and they all seem to fuck it up <laughs> except for i think uh, the, adam silver. i think rob manfred's got some adam silver's fucked up a lot but he i don't know people he doesn't seem get to called like him on it. he doesn't yeah. get called out for it oh smart yeah yeah um, I could be a commissioner. I'll tell you that. What if we? I mean, this Astros thing is like, where where was this uh, energy when the Patriots get caught cheating every three years? You know. Well, I mean, Goodell went all in just on the the worst cheating scandal. He went Not all really, in for though. air pressure. Yeah, but like, you know, there's accountability there, um, and like everyone turned on. The Astros, basically. The only people that haven't turned on the Astros are, like, the Astros. Yeah. No, it's insane. And a lot of people came to the Patriots' defense. 
and now for like like Spygate and the sign stealing thing are roughly the same thing, you know. It's like everybody does it to like some extent, but the Patriots and the Astros took it too far, right? Right. And they both got called out by teams that noticed this and were getting pissed off and made complaints. And people were making complaints before, and finally it stuck. Uh, but for some reason, we give the Patriots a pass. Well, um, I, we don't. No, we don't. But, like, nationally, they get a pass for whatever reason. Uh, and the Astros are getting called out for it. And the Astros are, uh, like, you know, their coach is gone. Their general manager is gone. Not the case in New England. Bill Belichick yeah. gets to stay. Tom Brady gets to stay. Yeah, it'd be cool if one of them got fired. I mean, the Astros should have like they should have taken a, a page out of the Patriots playbook and just denied everything. Bill should have gotten fired the first time, and Tom should have gotten fired the second time. Yes, I like when we say like fired for a quarterback instead of released. Yeah. Like, like when Trump says it, like fired. Like if you kneel down on the <clears throat> sideline, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> you're That's what. Okay. Fired. From now on, we're just gonna instead. If anybody gets released, it's just they're fired. Now. You got he got fired today. <laughs> yeah. Greg he... Robinson is fired from the Browns. <laughs> well, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, it is. It's a, it's the exact it's, same thing. You can say cut, released, or fired. Yeah, we're gonna stay waved, fired I now. Yeah, I don't know the difference between getting waved and getting released. Yeah, waved, released. I guess waved, waved, waved puts you on waivers. Yeah, right? it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? <laughs> they have been relieved of their work station. You're fired. Duties. You're fired. Okay, without severance. <laughs> Usually the, with severance. The Broncos are. In the process of firing Chris Harris Jr. Yeah. We're <laughs> negotiating his firing right now. We're uh, giving him a pink slip. <laughs> Here's a box. <laughs> Take out your stuff. Yeah, We're going to have think, a security guard escort you to the door so you don't steal anything. I think we just need to use older timey references for everything now. Yeah. Pink slip's really good. Pink slip, yeah. What else? What else? What else? I think it... Uh, I think we should start trading players for like objects again, like you know, like a, a can of beans. You know how they say that. So uh, instead of like just releasing a guy for someone to get signed, I think we should actually like trade insignificant players for like cans of beans or like a bag of balls. You know. I think you're losing. As here. degrading as that would be, I mean, I guess you're it's better than getting here. fired. I just have to t- having to tell the wife that you got fired today. Honey, the Denver Broncos fired, fired me. Getting burned deep. Yeah, only coaches get fired. Yeah, it's too bad. And right now I am firing this episode. You're fired. To all the listeners, you've been fired. <laughs>